You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for the final season of Entourage. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Entourage news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for Entourage! Yay! Yay! Entourage final season! Goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. I'm your host for tonight, Deidre Behar. Thank you so much for checking out AfterBuzz TV. Good of everybody to be here. What? Oh, good for to- yeah, totally. The listeners. We are going to have more people in the future, but for tonight, we're pretty awesome consolation the dream prizes. Team is here we really right. are. We're two huge super fans. Um, let me introduce my lovely little cohort for the evening. Well, thank you, David Abed. Abed, but Sorry. I know you wrote oh it out gosh. phonetically and still. It's, a, it's the worst last name This ever. is how much of a failure I am. <laughs> it's got to be more A's than H's is the key, I think, in the phoneticism. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> got that for next week. Um, but, yeah, thank you guys so much for checking us out. Hopefully you're as much of an Entourage fan as we are. We are yeah. It is the final season, which is mildly depressing. It is. This feels like there's going to be something every summer I get used to. End of the summer, Entourage is right. coming. I see the big poster on Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, so all my, Hollywood. All the guys start thinking about when they first – when did you first see Entourage? Oh, in college, in high school, mm-hmm. and now no more. It's, it's like a part of our childhood, as we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, we were talking about it before. Um, this show, just really quickly before we start the recap, this show has been so much a part of my high school experience, my college experience, and, like, my young adult experience. Yeah. I watched it socially with friends. I related to it on a work level. I related to it on a social level. I mean, how how did it all work out for you? The show. Totally. I remember. I it's it's like one of those special moments in your life that you just remember exactly yeah. where you were. It was summer of college, staying in my house over the summer, college house, and I'm flipping through HBO Entourage. What's that? Never mm-hmm. heard of that before. Watched the first episode. Well, this is pretty freaking awesome. Yes. Then I, it was like three episodes in, so I got to watch three of them. And then I, I had eight housemates at the time. I'm like, have you guys seen this Entourage show? All of a sudden, everybody's watching it all the time. It becomes a huge thing. And I, I always feel like, well, I was the guy that introduced my housemates to uh, You get all Entourage. the credit. So I take the credit. You get the credit <laughs> for it. I just think that when you grow so emotionally attached to the characters as I have, a show that's so character-driven like Entourage, you know in your group a drama. You know I a was turtle. Johnny Drama for Halloween. Were you? Oh, yes. And my friend Eddie was uh, Vince. So, yeah. Did it, you rock the obnoxious Ed Hardy t-shirt like he did tonight? I didn't have an Ed Hardy t-shirt because I wouldn't. <laughs> buy one myself but i did rock the leather blazer no with the white underneath and painted out a goatee since i couldn't grow Amazing. facial hair at the time but now was this johnny drama circa five towns when he was a big deal or was this johnny drama struggling this was struggling wow yeah so you're real hardcore it was very emulating of my own life struggling for halloween so uh, we go. had a connection yeah and i said bro a lot that was the uh, awesome yeah awesome um, so let's go ahead and talk about tonight's episode. We didn't get a chance to do a broadcast last week for the season opener, season eight opener. 
But nonetheless, we're here. No more Comic-Con, thank God. Yes. Um, so we're back, and we're ready to recap tonight's episode, which was pretty solid, not nearly as, like, sentimental as last episode. Would you right. agree? I do. I, it still ended on a bit of a sad note, which yes. I do not like. But there were still some good laughs, some sexuality, mm-hmm. a little some of Some innuendos, yes. yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, so really quick, let's just talk about what's going on. Okay. So we've got the most devastating thing for me, Mr. and Mrs. Ari Gold. Separated. That's everybody, everybody I talked to. This is what the topic of conversation Ugh. around the water cooler is. It's they were the quintessential Hollywood couple. You, oh. She's the gorgeous homemaker. She's so He's the Hollywood baller. She she looks fantastic amazing. this season. Yeah, her hair's darker. Her dress was really tight. Oh, she looked amazing. Slim. Yeah. Um, and then we've got Ian Sloan also broken up, which we were discussing. No one knows why. Yeah. If you know why, if please, you know, please, please let us know. Call us 424-256-1729 or let's go ahead and throw out our Twitter handles because we do respond to them during the show. I'm at her name is Deidre, D-E-I-D-R-E. And I'm at Go Blue Dave as in Go Blue, Michigan, Go Blue. Right. Dave. Ohio State fans, don't feel, please do don't not, feel ostracized. Yeah, don't feel the need to tweet. We st- oh, stop. <laughs> I, I welcome the Ohio I State kid. fans. All right, all right. Um, but yeah, why did they break up? They were this happy, amazing Hollywood couple, and then all of a sudden Sloane's like throwing his stuff out the window, you know? I feel like it must be some kind of writing story device to make us wonder and chat about it until it's uh, finally discovered. Sold. Yes, totally. And then we're seeing this whole change in Vince. He went from nothing to Hollywood superstar, right. To fall from grace, right? And he's slowly like picking up the pieces now. Yeah, I mean, he's still not the fun. He's always kind of mellow, a little mm-hmm. almost too mellow. Right. Like, too many awesome things are happening to you to be this mellow. Completely, let's be honest. yeah. I just read an article in Venice Magazine today, and it was about him, and he was just talking about how he didn't even want to audition. It, to it was be about a, Adrian Grenier. Yes. Okay. Uh, and and how they are similar in that way of it's like, screw Hollywood. He didn't even want to come up for the audition. His age, his manager had to pay for the flight for him to fly up to do it. He used to tell everybody about the scripts, how they he didn't agree with any of the scripts, why he didn't get much work after uh, that Melissa Joan Hart movie. So yeah. Which was awesome, may I add. <laughs> Drive me crazy. Well, a good Britney Spears music video to go along with it didn't hurt at oh, all. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. You did not just throw that out let's, there. Let's I'm, move I'm gonna, along. I'm going to state on that. That made the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. I agree. That's the only reason I know about that the movie. The one pivotal like party scene where they're playing Drive Me Crazy in the background. Yes. Awesome. Um, but, yeah, I just... I don't know. I'm I'm sort of feeling a little bit of a disconnect this season because totally. I I like I was what I was saying before was that every character is so set in their like personality traits mm-hmm. and like everyone's changed. Yeah. Which is a little odd for me. And then also I was reading an article and We're people, very good at reading articles. We really are yeah. because we're such super fans. People think it's a little weird that the show is called Entourage and in the last season they decided to throw another guy into the Entourage. They've added Scott Kahn. Yeah. Scotty Lavin in the show. Well, I was noticing at one of the last scenes uh, in this episode, there's like so many people walking in the Entourage when Dice Clay was in the Entourage. It's Scotty expanded. Kahn. There's, and uh, the, the director guy, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy. Oh, Billy Walsh. Billy Walsh. Yes. He's in the Entourage now. Everybody's right. in the Entourage. Right. And I guess it, it's season eight. It's like, oh, let's all just be one big happy family and let's just throw as many people in there as we can. But there is something to be said about the magic between those four. Uh, it'll never be the same as it was in those first two seasons when it was just everything awesome. Pure, pure to- godliness, right? <laughs> Close to godliness, I'd agree. Right. Okay, so let's talk about tonight's episode. Let's do it. Um, it opens up Vince. Stayed up all night like a crackhead. Well, actually, mm-hmm. no pun intended because right. he just got out of rehab. Let's, yeah, let's uh, be sensitive to yes. his needs. Vince stayed up all night and cranked out an entire script. Which now, is the script about the 
uh, minors. Right. It's the right. glorified uh, lifetime movie of the week. Yes. And he, he's like all of a sudden like got these creative juices flowing. And it's just so strange because he's the guy who could never be bothered to read a script. No. And now all of a sudden he's writing them. I mean, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, Especially because you're, you're an actor. Right. And I do try to write every once in a while. And mm-hmm. I loved the scene where they were talking about how horrible he was at grammar. Because I can <laughs> certainly, I'm like, thank God. So this is a trend. I'm not the only one. It's like E and my friends. My friends are very good at grammar. And I just missed. Hey, you got yeah. into Michigan. You must have been decent at That's grammar. That's true. Well, yeah, I went in on my acting merits. But uh, I passed oh. enough classes. Uh, all the classes, to yes. be fair. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I know. It's like uh, I like Vince better when he's not trying to be super heady about everything and Mm -hmm. he's just being good at acting and finding the next chick. Uh, But I think that scene really bounced right away when Johnny Drama wore the dragon (laughs) T-shirt, the samurai That was perfect humor that I was used to from, like, seasons, you know, one through whatever it was, five. Just stereotypical dig at each other, you know, making fun of one another and awesome. poking fun. It was amazing. My my roommate, who's also named Dave, mentioned the other day, he was like, Johnny Drama's wardrobe person should win an Emmy because he has the mm-hmm. best outfits every week. He really does. And I love how he used the, the fire as an excuse that <laughs> all his clothes burned in the fire except the one hideously awful, horrendous oh my God. Ed Hardy dragon like, what, t-shirt. What, bro? What? Yeah, what? <laughs> he was all about it. And he rocked that for like the entire the episode. Entire ep- well, they can't take that awesome. off. Yeah, that's... That's his character. I loved it. Amazing. Um, Sloan with the FU bomb. Did Hurtful. you see did you see that coming out of left field or uh, no, yeah. I, though I don't know what to expect out of her. You know, she's so attractive. You want to like her and everything Completely. that she does, and yet she's being such a total meanie head mm-hmm. to be correct about it. Nice politically correct uh, yes. way of putting it. Thank you. Yes. Uh, so left field, yeah, and Eric always seems like such a nice guy, though he can come back with some hurtful comments, but it was a little startling. Yes. What was your reaction? Well, here's the thing. Sloan, since she's been on the show, I believe the guys have been on the show for eight seasons. She's been on for six. Okay. Since her inception on this show, she is like the quintessential Every guy wants to date her. Every girl wants to beat her. Yes. She is like a cultural phenomenon. So many guys of my guy friends, you go up to them and you say, who's your dream girl? Sloan from Entourage. Well, they don't even say Emmanuel Shrieky. They just no, say Sloan from Entourage. doesn't have a real name. No, completely. It's too hard to say anyway. It really is. You think she, she changed Shrieky, it as an actress? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, I love her because I think she's gorgeous and she's smart, but she's also like career driven. She's yes. not just daddy's little spoiled rich girl, which, she, you know, she does drive a Porsche, but she, nice she, Porsche. she works and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, to see her throw out an, a, a blatantly malicious F-bomb to uh, to E, hurtful. It's hurtful. It is. And it just seems bad form coming out of such a pretty mouth. No, seriously. Not very ladylike, no. Sloan. Um, and then also shortly thereafter, a follow-up F-bomb by Christian Slater. Awesome. Great cameo, cameo of the episode. Completely. Right? And yeah. again, an unanswered question. Oh, it just happened here. And why the F-bomb? We don't know. Do you remember a Christian Slater episode from way back? No. And I don't think I, I do I mean, maybe, maybe I'm a bad fan, but I really don't remember. I don't think he's been on no. before. So no. uh, maybe that just came out of left field. I, it's sure. just a, probably a celebrity saying, I want to be on Entourage. And they say, say F you to drama. Completely that makes sense. Completely right. Because who else would you say F <laughs> no, you to? Exactly. No, it's got to be him. Um, but back to Sloan really quickly. Let's yes. talk about, we, we were both kind of put off by the whole watch comment. The watch uh, comment. It's hurtful. It's uncalled for. Yeah. Very emasculating. Yeah. Uh, so Sloan, just to, to recap for you guys, Sloan and E are in the bedroom and they're sort of like. Well, he was Having going through fight. her panties, right? Well, <laughs> That's how it started. Let's, Which is not let's cool. paint the picture. Please, please don't ever do that to your ex-girlfriend. That is so creepy on so no. many levels. 
but she, they're, they're like having this whole fight. They're having it out. And she takes off the watch to return to him. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, you, you've been wearing it? And she goes, yeah, well, I paid for it. And you see the hurt puppy dog face and eat. Oh, my God. You just saw it from his eyes all the way down the rest of his but face. It, it was, was so kinda, awful. It was kind of that statement that jump-started a respect between the two. So maybe it kind of worked out in the end. Completely. I don't think that the way that you should go about obtaining closure is okay. sleeping together. Um, no. Like they, it's a tactic. I suppose maybe it works for some people. Maybe it works in entourage land. In uh, certainly I don't think it line. works in reality. No. But uh, I was very, very upset to watch that last scene where she's like crying as she's driving and she admits she's going to be moving to New York. I couldn't tell if that was a pasted tear on her face well, or Well, why freckle. did it keep hovering right there? It just right stayed here. right there. Yeah, you I think don't that think... was well. As an actor, what do they use? Like salt water drops? Yeah, so I, I've never had to get tears pasted onto my face, but I imagine it looked like some kind of jello mold on her face. It wasn't. I don't you think she had properly your Sloan prepared. Moment I haven't yet. yet. I wish I can. Hopefully, soon this season. Um, and speaking of like sad breakups, we've got Turtle, who's like totally left in the dark. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't know where his – look how hot she looks in that picture, P.S. Yeah, and we were talking about we've never seen the inside of his business before, right? This is right. the first time. Well – It's amazing. Oh, my God. It's like a full-fledged ten warehouse. Foot, with 10-foot models. He's never looked shorter in his life. He never. looked like he was in The Wizard of Oz. Never. But, you know, this is a real turning point for for, for Turtle because for so many seasons, you know, he, he tried. He tried to manage Saigon, but that yeah. didn't really go over so well. No. Um, And now we sort of see him displaying this, like, entrepreneurial sense and – becoming more of a man because he sees E working. He sees now dramas working. And obviously Vinny Chase is Vinny Chase. So time for him to pick up the slack. I guess so. But in a sense, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, as a true Entourage fan, you feel a little, you like almost don't want to see it happen because you feel such a connection to him being the dude. Stoner dude on the couch. That's the driver. Completely. Yeah, who wants to go shopping for new sneakers. That's who I I miss. And we all would have that friend that if one of us got very famous that we just assume this friend Would is the guy that drives around, gets high, <laughs> and kind of that guy. Right, and he never had a problem with that. No. He loved being that guy. Yeah. So. He, he wasn't trying to be more than what he was, which is sad in one sense for us career-driven folks, but in another sense it just fit. And Completely. now he's trying to be this whole other person. While I respect it, I don't always enjoy it. Completely. I, I do miss the the old turtle as yes. well, so that's a, a good the, point there. And the fatter there. turtle. Yes. Which oh my we'll gosh. get to later. We'll get to in news yes. and gossip. We have... Uh, very exclusive details on how Jerry Ferrar lost all that weight. I don't know how we weight. got this news, but we did. We we, we have special sources over here at AfterBuzz TV. Let's so not talk about it. We don't want to give them away. Exactly. Um, While well, we've got them on the screen, let's go. Oh, <laughs> e snooping through the, the, the panty, panty drawer. Um, Ari and Lloyd and this little mission that they go on in the episode. Uh, Lloyd spots Mrs. Ari, whose name is going to be revealed this season. Yes. I did read that. I didn't even realize we didn't know her name. Never. Mrs. Ari. Yeah. Never. Uh. They go to Flays, which we were a little confused about as first at first. I spelled it wrong in my notes at first. I was I, like, I thought it was Fillets. Like so did F-I-L-E-T. I. L e t. That's what I did too. Um, but yeah, we see Lloyd is at Flays. Bobby Flays. Bobby Flays, just to clarify, sees Mrs. Ari eating there. Ari automatically jumps to conclusions, thinks that she's screwing a waiter who works there. Um, so they go down to the restaurant. They start having it out with all these different waiters there, and they start trying to synthesize who could it be that she's dating, blah, 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 blah. Typical Ari move. He threatens never to promote Lloyd unless Lloyd destroys the waiter's Mad Men audition. I mean, as an actor, does that ever happen? Are there vendettas against certain people who go in to read for certain parts? Well, I know every time... 
Guys, before you, before you continue, we actually have a very special guest on the phone. Yay! After Buzz TV's very own Roxy Stryer. Roxy, Hi. Wow, hello. Hello, how are you guys? Good, how are you? I'm good. I had to call in to talk about my favorite show, and I was listening to you guys and couldn't resist calling in. Oh, fantastic. Okay, well, I'm here with David. We're both super fans. So um, let us know sort of what you think. We're sort of talking about the whole Ari uh, going on a rampage moment um, at this time, how he, he went into flays and caused quite a scene. Yeah. I mean, did you did you have an opinion about that scene? You know, I think that Mrs. Ari hates Ari for this reason exactly. Um, he's trying to get her back and he's trying mm-hmm. to prove his love star, and this is the last way to go about it. The 100%. Reason she wants him, the reason she wants a break, and he's, she's never going to want to be back with him. Never. He keeps behaving in the way that drove her away initially. The, it reminded me exactly of last season when he made the huge sniff at the other restaurant, which is what broke them apart in the first place. I thought, why is he doing this mm-hmm. again? Yep. I love that one line where she, where Ari says, how humiliating is it for you to be dating a waiter? Yes. And she goes, things you've done to me have been entirely more humiliating. I thought that was a very good line. Very good line. Yeah. That's exactly the line that stuck out to me, too, and I was going to say that because Every single season, he does something monumental to humiliate her, and she stood by him and stood by him. Mm-hmm. And now that the tables are turned, he doesn't know how to deal with it. Completely. Because he is the Ari Gold. He is not used to being embarrassed. Completely, and he's not used to being in this vulnerable position. He's so used to having everything within arm's grasp. He's, you know, all-star dad. He's got the hot yeah. wife. He's got this awesome agency. He's got superstar best friends. Now he's finally dealing with some sort of an emotional conflict that he can't buy his way out of, and he's struggling. Now let me ask you ladies. Now would you, either of you, find Ari as an appealing husband? Would you put up with all this crap that he dishes out for, in return for being able to be in the best tennis clubs in town, best <laughs> schools, whatnot, the prestige, would you do it? Uh, Roxy, you want to go um, first? I, I guess. This is a hard one. <laughs> Parts of Ari are very sexy. He is yeah. a, a great father um, in some senses. He cares a lot about his family. He's a provider. Uh, he's funny. He is vocal. But I, I don't think I would be able to put up with all the negative qualities. And right. maybe if I did see that he was changing, because I do actually think that he is capable of changing, Maybe. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think you can only do that for so long. Um, Not even speaking on behalf of myself, just speaking on behalf of, like, so many. I mean, I live here in L.A., and there's so many girls whose sole mission at the end of the night is to go home with a sugar daddy. Oh, yeah. And and Ari Gold Mm -hmm. has made comments in seasons past where he goes – I, I love that one comment that he said. I think it was like in season three and, he, and they're at a therapy um, appointment and he takes a phone call and she's like bitching to him that you can't take a phone right. call. And he goes, you know what? If you want to live in Agora Hills and you want to drive, you know, a mediocre car, yeah. then you know what? I won't take this phone call. But if you want a villa in Italy for three months every summer, I'm going to have to take a call at noon on a Wednesday. He makes a point. He makes a point. But yeah, it is true. You, you can't have the best of both worlds. You can't have a husband who's 100% there all the time and never working can't be rich. It doesn't work like that. Truth be told, he could balance it better. He certainly has anger management issues and temperamental issues, which could be... Yeah, I mean, the way he addresses (laughs) Lloyd. Please, Lloyd has been his loyal um, follower and his biggest fan for, like, the past three seasons. And Lloyd has been, what, minorly promoted. Yeah. He's now, I guess, a junior agent, I suppose. But Possibly a huge agent soon, right? He could be the head. I would love to see the series end like that. But, I mean, it's just... 
the way he deals with some people with such blatant disrespect. I mean, disrespecting the waiters. It's like, right. my wife wouldn't date a waiter. You know, that's just, I think, the reality of how some agents in Hollywood are. They think that they're bigger than than their ego, and if that's even possible. And it's, right. it's just insane. But yet it makes and for amazing exactly television. Funny. Sorry, Roger. Go ahead, sorry. No, I, I was just saying that it, because of his character, it's an amazing. He's won Emmys from this character, so obviously it works for television. But it sounds like possibly not in uh, not in real life. I've inter- well, I, I don't know. It's weird because I, I wrote down in my notes as I was watching. How does he get away with this stuff? Like, I, I don't understand how he can run a business like this. But it is the reality of of Hollywood. People treat people like this. You know, if you if you let it get to your head and you become so big and you feel like you run part of Los Angeles, you go in and you talk to waiters that way and, and you think you can embarrass your wife and not take it back. And I just think that when somebody's head gets so big, it's really hard to pull them back down to earth. It really is. But, I mean, he's Ari Gold, and he always seems to find his way back into people's good graces. I mean, he's wronged Vince, Lord knows how many times. True. He's burned bridges with every studio head that's been featured on the show. But, you know, it's a show, obviously. They're... They're always going to bring Ari Gold back into the picture. Yeah, but it's but his strong personality makes those moments like last episode when she says she's dating somebody else, and you can see how much it hurts him. I think we all felt. I think we all were like, "Poor Ari." That's an awesome point you bring up. Yes, watching last week and Roxy, I want to get your thoughts on this too. Last week, when his wife, Mrs. Ari, admits that she's seeing someone. Jeremy Piven's acting, I think, is so phenomenal on this show. In that moment, especially. Oh, my God. That was such a gut-wrenching moment. And and he actually cried. And a tear coming out of Ari Gold's tear ducts has got to be the most rare thing in the world. Very De Niro. Exactly. (laughs) So to see something like that happen, I thought was just amazing. Did that stun you, Roxy, as much as it did me? Yeah. No, he is is so incredible. He is an amazing actor. And the character is unbelievable. And I actually hear most of what he does is improv, which is great. But the thing that really affects me is how the only thing that touches him are his wife and his kids. Those are the only things that can touch him. And other than that, he nothing really seems to faze him that much. He never lets anything else make him cry or get too emotional. So I think that's telling of how much he cares about them, but he doesn't know how to express these feelings in an appropriate manner. Completely. He's just, he's so mature, but so immature in so many ways. Lovely to watch. Lovely to watch. <laughs> um, and then we'll... Honestly, I'm really glad I'm not on film right now because I'm stressed out for him. I'm pacing back and forth <laughs> in my bedroom having this conversation. No joke, pacing back and forth. Well, that's exactly how like I feel on a day-to-day basis because we've already knocked two episodes out of this eight-episode um, little season that's we've true. got here. Only six more episodes, basically, of my childhood left, which is a little disappointing. Yeah, a lot of loose ends to tie up. They, so many. They opened a lot of questions in this episode, or in this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we'll definitely talk about it in predictions, but I think that we had, we saw a lot of foreshadowing in this episode and where the end of the season's going to go. Just really quickly before we go to a commercial break, um, to reference another article that I was reading, <laughs> I saw... We're professional article references. We re- we're big yeah. readers. Um, <laughs> Doug Allen, who's the, the showrunner... He said that this season overall is not going to be so much story-driven as it's going to be more character-driven. I think this is this was his exact quote. He just wants the viewers to walk away from the show feeling like, wow, I had so much fun hanging out with those guys. Yeah. Which is awesome on some level because I do have fun watching for the 30 minutes every week. Not nearly enough. Yeah. But, I mean, I'd like a little bit of a story. 
don't just have the house burn down and then be like happy jolly oh we're in a brand new penthouse this week like right. why wasn't that addressed they are throwing a few things away there's a lot to get to so I guess they have to pick and choose their battles but you know I, it makes me think of the first couple seasons you don't really think stories in those seasons really you just think getting episode to, know. to episode yeah. somebody's getting laid somebody's succeeding <laughs> John is screwing up and Ari's yelling at somebody and yes. that's why you watched Completely. and it was good enough it was good enough yeah. definitely I don't need the whole theatrics of True Blood I know you said you're you're a fan of True Blood I've only no I've only I saw the first season and then I've kind of fell off okay well you've seen way more than I have <laughs> um I just love good solid comedy like good strong characters funny one-liners yeah but you know let's just hope that the, the thing rest that of that is great for is that you know that no matter how hard your week was, no matter what happened, at the end of your week on Sunday night, you're going to laugh. 100%. You're get to laugh. It, it's not about the storylines. It's not about that. It's a, this is a great thing to sit around with your friends and laugh about and drink beer and, and pretend that you're friends with these people and living these lives and it's up and it's down and it's funny. And I'm, I do like a storyline, but I'm not really that disappointed with that right. quote. That's a good point. But, you know, I, you're, you're totally right. When this show ends... It's going to be like, my viewing parties are over. No more hot guys who live, you know, down my dorm hall that I can watch it with on Sunday nights. It's it's a little bit disheartening for me. But um, before I get too emo, let's go ahead and take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with all your Entourage news and gossip. Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. television and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's Shakespearean. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Find out why After Buzz TV is the number one source for after show content. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy... Nucky is a villain. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Your husband or your best friend? <laughs> the wig! The wig will come out. When the TV show is over, get your after buzz on. Oh, yeah. Jesse's got the music pumping. I'm all about that. <laughs> DJ Jesse Janity's in the booth. He's going to be reading our news and gossip for tonight. So let's go ahead and toss it to my saucy little DJ Jesse J <laughs> with an awesome haircut, may I add? Very nice. <laughs> Thank you. All right, well, let's turn that soundtrack off and get us into our news and gossip. After TV News. So we got a lot of news tonight. Michael Lombardo, president of HBO Programming, confirmed at the show's TCA panel last week that the TCA after party would be the last time that the crew would appear together formally. Boo. For the purpose of promoting the show ever. No huh. tears were shed despite Adrian's... J- Adrian Grenier. Grenier. Telling audience members that they were all choked up. He said, we've been together for eight years, creating something that we're all very, very proud of. It's not only sad to say goodbye to each other, but also what we've created. Jerry Ferrer, speaking out on the topic of saying goodbye, seems to bounce back and forth between excitement and nostalgia. Jerry explained it's change- it changes daily, actually. Some days it's excitement of starting new things, yet you wonder if it's ever going to be like that again. Kevin Connolly agreed that the goodbye is still bittersweet, and it's been a hell of a run. I don't want to start crying. 
In regards to the highly anticipated yet still to be confirmed Entourage movie, Mark Wahlberg, who is on hand at the TCA panel, said, if I had to finance it myself, I'd do it. Ugh, and that is why we all worship the ground that Mark Wahlberg walks He's on. He's man. He really is. What a solid move because he knows that so many people are so dearly indebted to this show. Oh, yeah. He would go ahead and front the, what is it, 20 million? At bare minimum, it's entourage, please. It would probably be like 60 million. He has that in a briefcase in his backyard. He's so not worried true. about it. Yeah, he's doing Fighter 2, probably. No, yeah, yeah. He produced that whole movie. I saw an interview with him in his house. He's got a tennis court, bowling alley. He's not missing anything. Roxy, do you think that we're going to see a movie eventually? Do I think that I'll see what? Do you think that we're going to see movie? an Entourage movie eventually? Are you kidding me? I'll be the first person in the theater. <laughs> I'm happy you guys are saying this right now because I was watching with a friend and I was sitting there like, I love Mark Wahlberg. I would do anything. Oh, my God, I love him so much. My friend turns to me and goes, why? What? What do you mean, why? Yeah. <laughs> Self-explanatory right there. Hello. Um, but yeah, I honestly put out like a piece of crap and I would still go see it. <laughs> he has that effect. <laughs> he really does. I just think that it's such a stand up move. I mean, like you said, it's obviously no financial burden on Mark yeah. Wahlberg's part, but the fact that he's willing to put more of the time, effort, um, scheduling. I mean, there's a lot that goes into making these well, movies. And, well, so. let's be honest. He's not going to have to finance the thing himself. Everybody knows Entourage is a huge Completely. market for it. P- studios are going to bounce on that in a second. Yes. But one thing I just wanted to bring up really quickly. Um, I interviewed Perry Reeves, who's Mrs. Ari, a couple months ago at um, a premiere for a documentary that was on HBO. And I said to her, you know, how's Entourage going? And it was actually the day they had just started filming season eight. Oh. And I said, you know, you just started filming season eight, but it's going to end soon. Are you sad? Like, what's going to, you know, what's going to happen? She goes, all I'm going to say about that is that HBO better spend one hell of an amount of money on our rap party. So I'm reading this, and it says that their rap party was after TCAs. And it's like, that's not an after party. That's a TCA after party. It's Entourage. If any show needs a major, legit, over-the-top Victoria's Secret supermodels, ice luges, like the whole nine yards, it's this show. Yeah. So, so wait. So, well, wait, I so, think that what you were saying about the TCA party was that was the last time that they are formally appearing, promoting the show together. So I'm sure that they will still get one hell of a party in the end. Just more of a low-key, I don't think we're invited to take pictures kind of party. Okay, I well, then right. that, that's fair, because all these right. guys have enough money, and it seems like they all really do love each other. So having a party, whether or not it's HBO-funded or not, seems like it's probably going to be in the cards, right? Yeah. I remember I went to an Emmys after party two years ago as an HBO uh, after party, and... Uh, Ari was up there playing the drums, and Johnny Drama sitting there with two girls on his laughs. And they, uh, he's they married. Seem like, oh, so well, that must have been a long time ago. Okay, <laughs> don't you be spoiling <laughs> Kevin Dillon's marriage on us. Never, uh, Jesse. Take us to gossip number two. Cameos to look forward to. Entourage has been known for their A-list appearances, from everyone from Matt Damon, Eminem, Christina Aguilera, and more. Well, Zap Tuit has put a, a list of guests that we can look forward to seeing on Season 8. They include Carmelo Anthony, Melinda Clark, Andrew Dice Clay, Kim Coates, Mark Cuban, William Fitchner, John Galecki, Alex Rodriguez, Christian Slater, and Rachel Zoe. Zoe, come on. Zoe. you got to watch Rachel Zoe Project, Jesse. Uh, 
<laughs> we don't, if we don't cover well, that after buzz, it's not happening. I don't watch okay, it. Okay, well, I'm going to start it at after buzz because right. that show's epic. Get me into it, DJ. Totally. I mean, that's a pretty stellar group of people right there. It's not surprising. Uh, they have this has like got to be the show with the best guest stars of all time. Of all time. Doesn't get bigger than this. I was no. watching um, Conan O'Brien though, and they were interviewing Kevin Connolly, who said that they actually tried to get Obama to appear in season eight, and he declined, even oh. though he did say that it was his favorite show. Wouldn't so he will not be, be appearing. Su- you know what? That would be the best surprise of all time if we were just all casually like sitting around Sunday night, and then all of a sudden Obama pops out somewhere. That would be so freaking. I'm sure awesome. he'd have a huge political blowback afterwards, oh but it would be worth it. For it us. really would. I know. I'm, I'm Turtles, like, sitting there smoking a joint in Obama's <laughs> Obama <laughs> comes in with a PSA about not doing drugs. That Ama- would be perfect. Amazing television right there. Um, personally. Way, real quick, here's what I would love to see. If they just did, it like, a random cutaway of, Ob- of a pre-recorded Obama thing. Oh, my God. Like, what? hey, Obama, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should raise taxes and then cut away. And that's it. Okay. I mean, that not be funny? I think it. I, I don't really think you can go wrong having Obama on your HBO. You'll sitcom. get an Obama bump. Completely. Yeah. That's it. Um, but you know, just as far as some of these guest stars go, please, Alex Rodriguez. I, I'm a huge Rachel Zoe fan. Carmelo Anthony is huge. I, I think this and probably more is going to be awesome. They were saying, and I don't know if you watched the. Uh, they did a 15 minute special of uh, like a behind the scenes entourage on it's on HBO right I now. I saw it. I yes. watched it last night. And yeah. they were talking about how the first season they couldn't get anybody to be a guest star because like Mark Wahlberg was the guest star, and now they kept, they're turning people away all the time. And one athlete, I forget who it was, was saying that's the pinnacle of an athlete's career now. Oh they can yes, get on entourage. Yes, yes, yes. I don't remember who it was. But, uh, yeah, they can get anybody who wants. Mark Cuban's been on there, well, I don't know, three or four times. Yeah, and, I mean, obviously we've already seen Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, yeah. Johnny Galecki was in the last episode. Yeah. Um, we're off to a really good start so far. Christian Slater in this episode is pretty awesome. It. it just makes you watch the episode and you go, oh, no way, mm-hmm. and then you go back into the story. So it, it's a it, nice device. It lends so much credibility to the show. It does. You know, that's how Hollywood sets are. You might be walking on the Warner Brothers lot, and you really might, you know, rub elbows with somebody like a Christian Slater. So that's right. I think it's awesome. Or a Deidre. Or a Deidre, or a David <laughs> right. Abbott. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse, take us to number three. So wondering how Jerry Ferrero got all that weight loss. How did he do it? Well, the lovable, lovable plump turtle has gone through some significant body changes, which was noticeable last season, but is extremely apparent in season eight. Jerry dissed that there n- really isn't a secret per se to his 55-pound weight loss, but rather he's just been... A gradual change in his lifestyle and nutrition choices. Saying, I'm just eating well and I really changed everything about what I ate and what I was drinking. It's been a slow maybe two or three pounds a month. And as far as a rigorous exercise routine, Jerry simply said he works out, but it's nothing drastic. Just gradual changes. Jerry is rumored to hike Runyon Canyon to get his sweat on. And Deidre says, (laughs) how about an after buzz field trip? I have the biggest crush on him. No. Oh my god! I, don't I know. I have the biggest don't. crush on him. Yes, and everyone gives me like flack for it because I'm supposed to like Vinny Chase or whatever. I have unconventional taste in men. Jerry Ferrara does it for me. I I plead the fifth on that one. I want to go to Runyon well, and maybe, hopefully stalk him down. Maybe you can tell us why Sloan is in love with him or why um, what Meta Soprano. Well, um, Damien Lynn Siegler. Why, she's in love with him? What's the deal? Oh, no. Thank oh, you, Roxy. I'd like to know, too. Turtle is a beast, I mean. 
I mean, he, okay, admittedly, you guys, come on. He has a good looking face. Maybe that you don't like him because he's short and he used to be plump, but now he's just skinny. He's short and skinny. I don't think I see the face either. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. You don't have to like him. I'll I'll take him. I support you in liking him, but I just, I'd like it to be explained to me. I guess it's just a type that you like. I suppose. I mean, he's not usually like what I like, but I don't know. I, there's something about, he has like je ne sais quoi that I can't explain. Um, I think he's, he's like a teddy bear. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give you that. Thank yes. you. Oh, yeah, yes. Teddy bear. Um, but I was just talking to our very own Maria Menounos outside, and she was saying that she saw him on the beach over the weekend, mm-hmm. and he was like throwing a frisbee on the beach. So it sounds like he's you know just being more active being and active. really changing his lifestyle as opposed to doing like a stupid detox, which lasts like a day and then you get fat again. Right. So good for you, Jerry I think Ferrara. You're heavier and you're doing nothing. All it takes is doing something, you know. You don't have to go crazy. And like you say, a couple pounds a month. Because if you're sitting on your butt all day and you're eating crap, yep. then of course you're going to be heavier. But if you just stop doing those things, then you're going to lose weight gradually. Completely. So huge kudos to him. I mean, 55 pounds. That's not just like, oh, you know, I want, I want to lose eight pounds for a wedding next week. He legitimately changed his life, and he looks fantastic. So hopefully but, we'll get him on the show. But though I have I to that. say, as a negative, if there is a negative to this, it's again that thing of he makes me kind of miss the first season when it's just fat turtle. He was the fat stoner on the couch. Yeah, <laughs> and and if as you saw in the interview, he was 15 or six something crazy young when he started, and mm-hmm. who would have guessed? So at least it's good as he's getting up in his 20s, time to get him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Deep, totally. You can tell actually on the show that they're still trying to make him look heavier because yes, they want true. you to have that feeling that you miss turtle. They put him in these huge oversized things that you don't really notice how much weight he's lost. 100%. He was wearing a short sleeve shirt with a massive jersey over it, a Knicks jersey over it. Yeah, somebody made a comment like, Turtle, why are you wearing that? But that comment confused me because he wears that outfit in every All the time. Yeah, Yeah, that's all he wears. And I noticed that his dog's name was on his uh, Knicks jersey. King. That's the dog's name, right? No, Arnold. Oh. Wasn't there a dog named King at some point? No, Arnold's been the dog since day one. King. I remember Johnny screaming out King at one point. Maybe we'll look that up. Well, but let's look it up. Arnold's their their okay. lovely You're little right. Rottweiler. You're right. Arnold is um, okay, cool. Thank you so much for reading that for us, Jesse. Well, we also have one short little piece of news. Oh, sure. Jeremy Piven is in oh, Spy yes. Kids oh, Four, yeah. which comes out August nineteenth. Wow. Obviously, I'm I mean, not necessarily my sort of a movie, but Jessica Alba, Jeremy Piven, and like doing like i don't know badass like spy stuff i'll go see it he's he's doing these niche movies that aren't like blockbusters but he's doing them i have a feeling there's a plan behind it but i'm not sure what it is the method to his madness yes his agents must be telling him for some reason to do these movies. yeah i'm sure they're big well he's he's done a lot of those like indie movies he did like smoking aces there's Um, that one where he's a car salesman uh I don't remember. I don't know. I know exactly what you're talking about. The name escapes me. But, like, I know he's in a new indie movie called um, I Melt With You. So he's doing a lot of, like, those more plot-driven, like, slice-of-life sort of indie movies. So to do something like Spy Kids is definitely, like, a departure from what we're used to. I'm sure it's a paycheck, too. I'm sure that has something to do with it. (laughs) Got to pay for that Malibu uh, beach house that he's got. Yeah. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay, so there's a lot to be predicted. There's a lot of, like you said, loose ends to tie up. Um, Let's just run it down really quickly. Sloan moving to New York. Will E and Sloan get back together? Yes. Well, I've got my big, this is my big overall prediction. I think the season is going to end with them all, or at least E, moving back to New York, and that's how it's going to end because I don't really know how else they could really find closure for all of this, and I really don't think it would be good if, 
he and Sloan didn't get back together. They're like the couple to watch, you know. I'm going to go ahead and call it right now. I'm not very good at predicting these sort of movies. I don't really have much of like a screenwriting production background. Okay. But I would love to see Sloan accidentally maybe get pregnant and, oh, no. and have and have the, the show being like the boys grew up. They went from being little guys in New York who moved out to L.A. to achieve something they did. And now they're moving back to New York and they're going to start raising their families. I think that'd be. You nice mean like how she just had sex with E? So that was that's the, the pregnancy. That was the, impregna- this I is mean, the impregnation episode. I mean, that. <laughs> <laughs> to put it that way. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It was sort of the catalyst to my thought, but um, we'll, we'll see. I would just I think that they would be awesome parents, and their kid would probably be very exotic looking if they got some of her features, some of his lighter features. Oh, I think it'd be. And fantastic. it's a like it's like a life lesson. Look, you split up, but perhaps a kid will get involved, and you'll have to get back together and move to New York. Yes, people please. can learn a lot of things from this show. Completely, very educational. Thank How God. How do you guys feel about this whole prenup thing? I mean, they didn't really explain it very well. All of a sudden. Ian Soren are together last season, and this season they're not together. So what do you guys think? Is that, like, a legitimate reason to break up? I mean, I thought that there was definitely more to it. We didn't really discuss this earlier, but the reason that – part of the reason, I suppose, why they broke up is because his her dad right. was a big baller, yes. wanted him to sign a prenup, yes. and he didn't want to do that. He did that. not want to do that. Um, well, I think in this day and age, prenups are so common, especially when you're marrying, yeah. you know, these people of status. I mean, I'm sorry if, like – um, Britney Spears and Kevin Federline can have a prenup. I'm pretty sure Sloan and E can manage to crank one out. It shouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't get the big thing about. I get that it's kind of probably a little blow to the ego. You want your wife to just totally trust you, but at the same time, what's the real difference except if you got divorced? Completely, right? and that no should difference. never ever be even a thought if you're thinking of getting married. Yeah. So um, it should sort of be irrelevant. But I think the writers know that they've been like the it couple of the of the entire show. And to have them end together would be really solid. It'd be super sad if they didn't end together. Let's put It'd it be that way. Right. Completely. Except maybe all the guys would like that maybe Sloan was still on the market. But <laughs> she's a fictional character. so She is, which many guys tend to forget. forget. Sloan doesn't exist. Um, let's go ahead and talk about drama and dice. This, I did not like this part of the episode. I have thought, okay, here they go again putting in conflict where there doesn't need to be conflict. It's like everything's going well and Dice wants to screw it all up and bring drama down with him. The last thing drama needs is to be brought down anymore. Yeah, and he was on such a high with this show. Like, finally, something that worked and clicked, even though he's not, it's on his face. This cartoon got massive, um, you know, uh, ratings from whoever yeah. they, they debuted it to. And in Dice, I was, like, sort of rooting for him at first, and now he's, like, being a bad him. cop. I'm not, I don't like it. What do you think, Roxy? Uh, I'm not a big fan of Dice either. And would he take off his freaking sunglasses? <laughs> no. <laughs> he has to patronize no, who he is and his know. little, yeah. Take, take off his sunglasses and put some sleeves on. Yeah, seriously. Right. Um, let's, well, and, let's hope that doesn't and, happen. I mean, how many shows in real life does the casket crappy pay the first season? You think like Big Bang Theory and stuff. Those guys are making tons of money mm-hmm. now. But I'm sure the first season, so all you need to go, do is go two seasons. Completely. Is that too much to ask? Dice? Yeah. Dice? Look, the Entourage was nothing its first season. No. And now they're probably racking up paychecks like, you know, like you wouldn't yeah, really. mad money. So. Until there's been two seasons or at least a full season, he is so easily replaceable. It's Hollywood. You can find somebody who will work for dirt. Completely. If, if they're going to get famous from it. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, a, that's a really and good get point. Get someone to do a Dice impression. I'm sure there's 10 comedians. Oh, my God. 100%. <laughs> um, and then, wait, I'm sorry, what? You got to pay your dues, you know? Oh, that's my gosh. Right. 100%. 100%. 
there's there's more people out there with more credibility than Dice with better um, voiceover abilities. Appeal He's towards women. Compl- at the very, right. very bare minimum. Um, <laughs> and then just two more things really quickly about predictions. Ari and his wife. A tough one. Is, is Bob- Bobby Flay, I think, was rumored to be on the show. So that could actually be really, really interesting to have him actually on and have Ari. Like, He's got to be on the show, right? You can't bring him up. Right. I, I, I don't think so. No. So... You got to think they're going to get back together. Though, I, I don't get this whole, oh, we're separated, so I'm automatically going to, like, bang other guys, and that's semi-accepted between the two of them. I don't know. It seems to hurt him, but it more hurts him depending on who it is. I don't know what yeah, the rules I are. They're still married, so they're right. separated, but she didn't even ask, like, I know it sounds weird, but ask his permission, like, can we hook up can with other see? people? Yeah. Just, she just was. Yeah, that and that's sort of what rubbed me the wrong way a lot about that scene last week, is that it just sort of came up out of nowhere nowhere. and it's like it's bad enough that you're separated but you they've been separated for i think he said 10 weeks and she's already screwing bobby flay like i I mean way to go bobby but still women are horrible oh not me i wouldn't do that please not at least without having a conversation about it prior it seems from the way that ari reacted it seemed like they never had a discussion about that so even well, he, if it's not a conversation, but it's a I'm letting you know I'm gonna start looking for people. Right. Like, it's a common yeah, courtesy so to the father of your it. children. Come on. The courtesy. Yeah, and so that he could do the same thing, so they can be on the same page, you know. Well, we did see a little bit of a teaser. Are we on a date? And he looks like he's having the most miserable time because, yeah. you know, how many women can keep up with him? I think he loves Mrs. Ari because she will verbally spar back and forth with him and she won't take his crap. Right. So, and some men yeah, like that. Yeah, he's out with like a 20-year-old girl who's like, want to take a shot? Yeah, that's he's exactly what I saw. Yeah. 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 Um, and then just lastly to uh, to wrap up, Vince's script. What Do we think Billy is going to like – twist it and give it the Billy Walsh seal of approval and completely wipe out any sort of Vince stamp that might have been on it? Do we think it's going to be a success? Maybe what's going to... I don't know where they're going with the script. I I really can't tell what the deal is there because they hate it and they love it and they think it will be good with drama and I really have no idea yet. This could be what's happening is the monkey show is going to go down and then, and that. this will become uh, drama's new catalyst to fame. Though they've spent so much of last season building up this monkey show, seems kind of a cop out to just let it go awry. All I gotta say is that I am so so happy that he's finally getting his moment in I the know. sun. He has been living in baby bro shadow for a little <laughs> too long, and he's finally having his heyday. And people are welcoming putting Johnny Drama in a in a movie or in yeah. a TV show. He couldn't get arrested. A couple seasons ago, <laughs> he was he was promoting Viking Quest, which he had done what like twenty five years prior. Right. That's so right. I just think it's awesome that he's finally getting his moment that he deserves. He deserves it. He's got he's been my favorite on the show for a year. Him and that show would be nothing without him. And nothing, no. absolutely nothing. Um, well, I want to thank you, Roxy, for chiming in with us, and David, thank you so much. My pleasure. We'll see you guys next Sunday night. We'll be recapping Entourage all over again. But thank you so much for tuning into AfterBuzz TV. Have a good night. Wait, 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 wait. Told you I'd have a surprise, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, we have a sub- I waved prematurely. Yeah, me too. Uh, yes. Well, David, you're new, but Deidre, you are well aware of After Buzzer of the Month, right? Oh, I didn't know that, but thank you. No, wow. well, would you like to explain to the fans what it is and what we do? What After Buzzer of the Month is? Yes. Well, basically, you I don't know, you get recognized for... It's like Employee being- of the Month, but since we have so many amazing hosts, we honor three, three a month, and for the month of August... We are honoring Tamara Berg, who actually redesigned the. She is responsible for the panels that you see behind you. They're beautiful, by the way. They're lovely. Yes, if you're watching. 
Um, we're honoring Mari Fagel, who actually helped create the format of which you are using. Oh, nice. Oh, love the I format. love Mari so much. I love Mari. I do Real Housewives with her tomorrow, so we'll have to... Uh... Everyone loves Mari. Yeah, she's amazing. But, yes... You, Deidre, are one of the Well, congratulations. Yay! Thank you so much. It means a lot to me. I love, I love AfterBuzz. I love AfterBuzz so much, and I love everything that this company stands for, and I love the two guys in the booth, Phil and Jesse, who make all this magic happen on a weekly basis. So thank you so much. It really does mean a lot to me. Well deserved. Thank, thank you. you. A great first one. You were great. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for watching Entourage and AfterBuzz TV. We will see you next Sunday. See you next Sunday. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, buzz you later. later. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.